Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k or find us on Facebook by searching for Gone Boss. We're brought to you today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at schaeferleadership.com. What do they have coming up? They have an in-person lunch and learn. In person where you can have lunch with all your friends. And learn. So yes, two in one. It's great. When's it going to happen? It is going to be Tuesday, July 11th from 1130 to 1. And we are talking about leading up when you are not in charge. Now, who's putting this on? This is presented by E. Jake Gamble. He's an executive coach and leadership advisor, and he has presented at Shaver Leadership before. And we are going to be talking about the fact that everyone is a leader, but not everyone leads from the top. When you actively lead up, you are supporting the leaders in your company. If you fail to lead up, you can contribute to missed opportunities, confusion, and failure in your organization. Even if you lack positional power, you can lead up by serving others. So join us as we discuss the benefits of leading up and leading well. And you get lunch. And you get lunch. So you get to learn all about how to be a leader, whether you feel like you are in a leadership position or not. And you get lunch. And you get to talk to all your awesome people at Shaver Leadership Academy. Now, when's it going to happen again? It is... Tuesday, July 11th from 1130 to 1. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. All right, C.N. Bales, right? Correct. What's your title at the Y? So my title with the Indian Alliance of the YMCA's is I'm the Director of Public Policy and Alliance Initiatives. Okay. So what does that entail? What, that's a big title? I like, know. Isn't that funny? I mean, titles yeah. are titles, right? Oh, so yeah. um, so half of my job is I'm really focused on public policy work and um, following legislation um, at the state level, local level, and then working directly with our Y's and their board volunteers across the state helping them build their advocacy muscle and um, realizing the importance of making those relationships with their local elected officials and, you know, seeing those relationships as partnerships. But, you know, specifically following the bills when the state house is in session and then also follow and work with our national office and government relations firms out of D.C. Okay. That's a lot of everything. So in your work, are you working primarily in Indy, like with the State House, or where, mm-hmm. where does it take you? Oh, sure. Well, uh, that's a great question. I, when I first accepted this, uh, people here in Randolph County was like, oh my goodness, are you moving? And I'm like, no, my husband farms. I'm, so I'm like, it's a little hard to move a farm. That is tricky. And so yeah. when they called and offered me the position, they knew I was a remote, would have to be a remote worker. Okay. And so I have an office in Indy um, at our association, but I primarily uh, work from home. Okay. Well, that's that's nice. Uh, it is nice. Yeah. It's it's really nice at this phase of my life. So yeah, nice. Yeah. So farmers, I you're you yes. guys you guys have a farm. What do you guys farm? So my husband farms um, primarily grains, and so you know corn, um, beans, alfalfa, oats, wheats, and then we have a small um, beef herd, okay. and so we raise beef cattle. All right. 
Do you help with the farming? Um, I do more now. And so I'm starting to get more involved going out and helping with the feeding, et cetera, because I'm a remote worker. So yeah. that's been really helpful for me to be able to be more engaged on the farm. But he farms with his dad. His dad's, what, 82, 83 years okay. old, and he's still out there farming. And so not back in the tractors. I grew up on a farm and so know the tractor world, but haven't been in one um, you know, specifically for a really long time. So I'm hoping, I'm okay. hoping it, um, <laughs> as I get a little bit more settled, I can get back in the tractor. Okay, cool. We live on a farm. Um, I like to say that Matt and I get the best of both worlds because we get to live on a farm, but don't actually have to do any of the farming. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. we like that. My Our in-laws, my in-laws uh, farmed forever and ever and ever. Mm-hmm. They just recently retired. So um, everybody gets a little bit of best of the both worlds, I think. I love it. <laughs> My sister reminds me, she's older, she reminds me that I swore as a, a kid growing up that I would never live on a farm and never marry a farmer and uh, was going to live in Randolph County. And I'm so thankful that all that turned around and, I, and I'm doing those things. It's the best life. Awesome. Yeah, I know. I grew up in Alexandria and I was like, I'm never going to, I'm going to move away. I'm never going to move back to a small town. And I did move away. I went, traveled across the country a little bit. I came back, and now I live in farmland, which it. is even smaller than it. I love it. Isn't that funny? How <laughs> so life takes us different life places. Life takes you all yep. over the place. Agreed. So tell me how you got started. Wow. Uh, how I got started. Well, I grew up here, as I said, in Randolph County. I went to graduate from Randolph Southern. And um, at that point, thought I was off to Purdue, never to return home. And, you know, I finally settled on thinking I was going to go into law, um, basically be a legal aid lawyer. So I wanted to go to the big city and help um, children, mm-hmm. um, basically, and families and advocate for them um, in that legal aid world of the law field. And but my junior year of college, my mom got breast cancer and my dad had some severe heart issues. And so I started, they're both fine now and but at that point started coming home and realized hmm you know my parents are not immortal right and I love them and what it would be like and then you know to live away um, from home and then got connected with an old friend um, from church uh, Brian Bales who when he asked me to marry him I knew that I was also saying yes to Randolph County the rest of my life and it was the best yes I have ever said in my life he's a great man great husband and we have a wonderful family now and I love Randolph County and love farm life awesome so tell me about your family. So we have two children, um, Mackenzie, our daughter. Now it's Mackenzie Kennedy. Uh, she's um, off and married. She's 25. Okay. And she graduated from Purdue in 2020. And she's now in vet school, veterinarian school down in Tennessee. Okay. And um, hopefully she has one more year. And so she wants to come back to this area. So we're very excited nice. about that. And then we have a son, Braxton. He's 19. And he just finished his first year at Indiana Wesleyan University. And he wants to be a band director, band oh. teacher. And so, um, yeah. Fun. That's that's awesome. I, I was a band geek growing up. Me and too. Loved it. So. I know. Me what too. Did you, what did you play? I played the flute okay. and I was also drum major okay. at Randolph Southern and uh, Braxton um, actually transferred and ended up um, going to Winchester so he could participate more in their band programs right. and he was in the force since eighth grade and um, just loved it. Awesome. And so what did he play? He is a percussionist. Oh. So he is a drummer through and through. So people um, when he left for college are like, how's it like? What's it like being an empty nest? I'm like, well, the house is quiet. And I mean, literally quiet because he was a drummer and he drummed <laughs> all the time. So it's not just not having a person. It's like not having a drummer in the house. I, is it? Yeah. And I did not like it. 
I, I like the noise and I like, so he's home for the summer and I'm, I'm loving every bit of it. Awesome. I, we also have a 19 year old and he is a guitar guy. Nice. He's still living at our house and I, he's upstairs all the time playing exactly. and doing his thing, which I love and I love exactly. to hear him play. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And on weekends when he's like not around or whatever, I'm like, this is quiet. I mean, exactly. I still have my nine year old who is like bouncing around the house and doing her thing, but yeah, it's different when they're not there and I love it. making their noise. Yeah. Awesome. So how do you relax after a hard day? You know, really now, since I'm a remote worker, I've gotten into the habit of when I finish my day, I try to be diligent about when I finish my day and, uh, you know, close the computer and I would just walk out to the barn and, you know, help with the feeding and um, we've got a new bowl. I know it's silly, but I'll just have been trying to make him tame and so I'll brush him and play with the cats and the dogs or walk back to the woods and, you know, just kind of decompress and just, you know, kind of rest, you know, rest in yourself and just kind of detach. Yeah, Matt and I, in both, like, in various phases of our careers, we've worked from home even years ago before Mm -hmm. it was, like, the thing that people do now. Mm -hmm. And the hardest thing about working from home was, one, getting people to realize, like, I'm actually working. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Our in-laws would come over and be like, hey, can you help us bail hay or whatever? (laughs) Not me. They're not asking me to bail (laughs) hay. (laughs) But, um, you know know that this is work time and we're working but then also that decompression time because when Mm -hmm. you drive to an office and you drive back home Mm -hmm. that's some time to like zone out and kind of separate yourself from work but like when work is also in your office Mm -hmm. or your kitchen table or whatever Mm -hmm. sometimes that's the hardest harder thing to do Mm -hmm. when you're a remote worker I've found yeah agree no it's it's been interesting I've only been doing it for a year okay so it's been interesting to to see you know a little bit more disciplined and like you said make that disconnect and I think just going outside even during the cold in the winter putting my coat on and just going out it's almost like okay I left work and then I'm coming back home I know Mm -hmm. it's more of a mental game I think but that's really helped me absolutely so what professional organizations are you associated with? So I'm mostly involved uh, with Rotary. I've been mm-hmm. a, a member of the Winchester Rotary Club since 1999, okay. um, involved in that. And then I'm involved in the International Leadership Association, ILA, um, was, is a, actually is an international um, organization. So I'm involved in that. Um, it's a group that really helps you, you know, get connected to other leaders. It's a lot of leader scholars. And so kind of what's new in the field of leadership, um, et cetera. So I'm enjoying that. And then just um, some volunteer stuff I do. I'm in, um, involved on some committees with Randolph County United, specifically the trail committee. And then I'm helping with the 4-H and their capital campaign. So. Okay. Seems like you keep yourself pretty busy. Yeah, I think it was important. I was really worried when I switched to when they called me and offered me the position to Indian Alliance of YMCA's. You know, I'd been a YCEO here at Randolph County for 21 years and then um, jumped from there and uh, was the president and CEO of Randolph County United. And I was worried about what it would be like not to work in Randolph County mm-hmm. and not serve. And so fortunately, you know, people have been gracious to say, oh, no, come help with this. Or can you help with that? Which has made me, you know, it's helped me stay connected to people in Randolph County and still feel like I'm giving back to home. Awesome. Yeah. There are plenty of, you know, volunteer opportunities, mm-hmm. uh, servant opportunities. If you mm-hmm. look, I, mean, I don't even think you have to look very hard yeah. for them, but they're, they're mm-hmm. there if you, if you want them. Sure. So, absolutely. Yeah. What's your favorite band or artist? 
you know, that question is so funny because I love music and um, my mom was a lover of music and I listen to lots of different genres. I'll have to say it won't be popular, but I'm not a big fan of country. My husband and daughter are trying to convert me, so I listen to maybe a little bit of country. Uh, but, you know, back in the day, I'll date myself. I like R.E.M., okay, right? Yeah. Um, I like Coldplay, mm-hmm. uh, but then I like Yo-Yo Ma, you know, and the, the cellist and um, I like Glenn Miller Band. I love, um, you know, big band music. My son loves big band music. So we kind of, we went up to the Glenn Miller Museum actually a couple oh, years okay. ago in Iowa, and that was fun. And so I really like all kinds of different, you know, different types of music. I like that. Keeps yeah. you well-rounded. Yeah, exactly. Of course, Christian artists. I like, yep. you know, the, you know, Mercy Me's and Casting Crown. Mm-hmm. And my son and I and his friend are going to a Toby Mac concert Friday at Kings Island. Oh, so I'm fun. looking forward to that. Yeah, cool. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Night owl for sure. Okay. Yeah, I get that from my mom. So <laughs> my dad's a morning person, and but I'm a, definitely a night owl. Definitely a night owl. Okay. Have you ever met anyone famous? Uh, well, I mean, I guess... Not really. I mean, from the standpoint of maybe TV, I met um, Dr. Sanjay um, Gupta. Okay. Um, you know, he's a CEN, CNN chief medical, I think, officer. And then um, now Vice President Mike Pence um, came to the tour of RY here oh, okay. in Randolph County. And so um, that was when he was a congressman. And mm-hmm. so that was exciting. And I also um, went up and met him in his office at D.C. Uh, a couple of times as well. So that's it. Okay. Know. I mean, those are pretty famous, yeah. I think. I mean, yeah. <laughs> What's your hidden talent? Something you're good at that people might not know? Uh, well, we already talked about it. I play flute, but people probably don't know that I'm our choir director at church. Oh, okay. um, and so I really enjoying that. Just, you know, again, a love of music. And we do a Easter and Christmas cantata, so I'm actually involved in that. Okay, nice. I like that. What's your most used emoji on your phone? Oh, my goodness. That's a great question. Uh, I would probably say the um, the one that kind of looks like the shocked look, mm-hmm. I, you know, kind of like, ah, um, I use that a lot. Uh, and then, of course, with my uh, daughter, she's away. We text each other every day. And usually there's hearts, hearts involved, and- right? Or laughy faces. Okay. Excellent. I love those. What's something that's on your bucket list? Oh, um, I want to go to all 50 states. I, I need to count. I don't really know how many I've been. I've been to several. And uh, I want to go to Ireland. My grandmother was from Ireland. Okay. And so I want to go there. My sister and I are actually trying to plan a trip to take my mom. Oh, and that'll so be nice. that's that's on my bucket list. Excellent. I know people who are there like right now. And I feel like oh, yeah. every Every person I know, not literally, but everyone I know is on vacation right now and they're all overseas. I know I've got people Isn't in that fun? Italy and Greece mm. and Ireland and the UK. I'm like, wow, I need to step up my travel game, yeah. I feel like. so. <laughs> well, I've been fortunate to travel. My daughter and I, we went on a, a mission trip to the Philippines. We love mission work. And then my son and I went on a mission trip through FCA when he was in eighth grade. We actually got on a... a cruise ship and it was a cruise mission ship and so why everybody else when we docked when everybody else went off and kind of just vacationed we had work projects and so we went to Belize uh two places in Mexico and the island of Rotan um um, owned by Honduras and so um that was fun and then my son just went on a trip and my mom and I went with him through school at Winchester and we went to um Italy and Germany and Austria we went to the Vatican and uh, um, so yeah I think there was like five countries so um, I love to travel and so yeah yeah, there's lots of places I would like to go so 
just time right? yeah, and money. Well, time exp- and money. And money, right? Yeah. Those are that money thing. Yeah, those pesky <laughs> money things, right? What gets you truly excited about life? I think uh, for me, it's really has been always about just being involved in something that makes a difference, um, that you feel like, that I feel like I'm moving the needle. And I think when I can get up in life and, and do that and feel like, okay, I'm part of that change to make something better for someone else or for my community or whatever, you know, world I'm living in, I think that's what really kind of excites me and motivates me. Perfect. I love that. You know, we talk about how life brings us changes, you know, and how I never expected to be living in Randolph County and and being involved and being a part of so many wonderful things. And um, I think you just have to really kind of rest in yourself and and realize who are you really versus who you think you should be. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's a a big thing for me. You know, maybe I thought I shouldn't be a person that lived in Randolph County, right, or um, or whatever that might be, and, you know, realize that it was the best thing for me, and it's it's definitely because of my faith what God had planned for my life. Perfect. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. No problem. Thanks. Bye. Bye. It's time for 2,000 questions about About me. me. That's right. We've got the (laughs) five below $5 book. We bought this book like five years ago, probably at this point. Every now and then we dive into it one more time just to make sure that you get to know us. Us. And maybe we get to know each other better too. Do you think happiness is a choice? Yes. I think you can always choose happiness. Now you can... Wake up on the wrong side of the bed, and you can be mad and all of that. But at the end of the day, you choose how you react to those situations. So ultimately, I think it's a choice. I agree. There's things that can happen to you to make you happy, but you have to still make the choice to be happy about right. those things that happen to you. Well, I tell our kids, like I always say, like when they were like, you make me so mad or whatever. I'm like, no, no one makes you mad. People do things to you that you don't like and you don't like what happened and that maybe hurts your feelings or makes you sad or you're sad, but you choose to be happy or you choose to be mad. And it's all about the choice you make. What's the longest movie you've ever had to sit through? <sighs> I've got a list. <laughs> well, give me one. Well, I'll give you a couple. Lord of the Rings. Those movies are so, so long, <laughs> so long, so long. It's Audia's favorite Especially movie. Especially that last one. That last one ends like four different times. I'm like, well, come on. Like, all right, we're in the boat now. Oh, wait, now we got to go see the elf people. Now we got to go. The- it's too long. Lord of the Rings, too long. Also, It's a Wonderful Life. It's too long. What? You need to take out 30 minutes in the middle and it'll be fine. I know you've had an issue with It's a Wonderful ever Life. Ever since I've met you. It is the most perfect movie probably ever made. No, no. James Stewart is no. amazing. You just got to take out 30 minutes in the middle. It's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? What are, what, what's a movie that's too long? A movie that's too long was uh, <laughs> Justice League. So I ended up, I watched that, the Snyder Cut. The oh, four, like hour four hours. Epic. There is no movie that needs to be four hours long, period, and stop. <laughs> but I was entertained. That was the thing. It wasn't that bad for the four hours. I don't think, if you have to say something wasn't that bad, then it wasn't that good. <laughs> Who told you the best stories when you were a kid? Probably my dad. Although I think my dad, he tends to embellish stories. So maybe... You think? (laughs) The stories he told were not not probably true, or maybe they were based in truth, but not like factually true. But he always had... I think he had good stories. Yeah, good stories. Yeah. My brother, maybe even when I was a kid, but definitely as I've gotten older, 
Oh, his stories are so eloquent, and I don't funny. remember any of them, and they're all funny, and I don't even think they were that funny when they were They're funnier happening. when Mark tells them. But when he tells the story, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It was pretty funny. He tells this story about us being at an Ozzy Osbourne concert. I think it was an Ozfest concert. And uh, he he just got trampled on like two or three times. Every time me and uh, his buddy would go off and uh, go to the restrooms, go get a beer, whatever, and then we'd come back, he'd be all muddied up and just beat got all beat. the heck. <laughs> got in a mosh pit on accident. Exactly. And we're like, what is happening to you? And the way he tells that story, I laugh for a good 15 minutes. It straight. is the fun. I've heard it several times, and it is very funny. Yeah, he does. He does. He does tell it all over and over. <laughs> We're all. The I same. keep asking him for well, it because so. it, it's funny. It's good. Do you think medical science is ahead of its time or behind? I will tell you this. I today went and got a mammogram yes. because I am of a certain age, and that's what you should do. So everyone, if you haven't gotten your mammogram, people with breasticles, go do that. So I got it right, yep. and you know how they do it? They squeeze things in between two pieces of plastic. That is behind his time. Like, we can put a man on the moon, but we can't figure out how to do a mammogram where they don't have to squeeze you like a pancake. You could tell that men are the ones who invented all the science stuff. I am hot to <laughs> go on this today. She, this I is where I'm hot to go today. Going. I was complaining to my, my technologist today. She's like, I know. If we had more women in, you know, technology and inventing and, you know, user interface and whatever... Women would not have to go through this anymore. If the men had to do this, they oh, would never do it. They would have figured out a different solution a long time ago. <laughs> so at least in that area of science, we are behind the times, and scientists need to get with it. But in other aspects, I mean, it's amazing what we can do to keep people alive. Nowadays. That is true. Yes. If you joined a circus, what kind of performer would you be? Mm. Would you be a clown, trapeze artist, lion tamer? I would be the guys that help set up the tent. <laughs> <laughs> that's get, so fun get the animals on the train oh my God, for the next town this is such a Matt Hall answer because that's like behind the scenes and nobody sees me and I make everything run I'm no I want to be who's the center stage I'm the ringmaster the ringmaster I'll be the ringmaster maybe the tightrope walker but I, I don't know that's too high and, mm. yeah no you know what I think it'd be cool to do what? like do fire eating or sword eating and one of my stories that my dad used to tell is that my grandpa <laughs> <laughs> was a sword eater back in the day. And I don't know if that's true or not. My grandpa's not alive, so I can't ask him. But he told me that he used to do that. And I'm like, really? But I think that'd be kind of cool. What horror fiction character scares you the most out of all the horror movies that and you've I ever watched? I am a horror movie buff. Now, I, I... So you got Jason, you got Freddy, no, you got uh, Alien, Michael Myers... The ones that scare me are the devil scary ones. I don't like devil scary movies. You, <laughs> you know this. I will not watch them. I don't like The Conjuring or any weird like devil dolls and stuff. Like I don't want no that stuff is yucky. And I'll, I would. But rather, that really scares you. Yes. Be, well, because of my childhood, like we cast out demons and like whatever and all kinds of stuff. So like to me, mm -hmm. that is like based in reality, and I don't even want to open that door and go there because no, thank you. So I would rather watch people get hacked up to pieces or psychological thrillers or any of those kinds of things. I don't want devil scary movies. I think the scariest ones are the ones that have no superpowers or anything like that. They're regular human beings, and they're so evil. That's true. That's what's scary. And Because that's like real life. Sometimes that really happens. What have you done that might be out of character for you? Something you've done that's out of character. I don't know. 
Well, recently you became a bartender. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> just just for no reason. Just because I felt like it. No, we were at a gig and the bar was behind. And I was like, you yeah. know what? If I had my bartending license, I could hop back there and like, you know, help out or whatever. So I did. <laughs> and here recently you got a gig. You, I did. I did. I bartended. Without me. I was I was at some other gig. Yep. You're at the wedding factory there in Albany. In Albany. We had two weddings going on, one upstairs and downstairs. They catered the gig you were at, so they I came know. and saw you later, but I wasn't you I wasn't there and you weren't with me. So that was fun and I've got another catering gig in a couple or bartending gig in a couple of weeks and yeah, so it's just fun, something to do. But that's very out of character. You're a business owner of a marketing company I in know. downtown Muncie, Indiana, and Winchester, cover three or four counties, and here you are, slopping uh, drinks. You also are a business owner. <laughs> we cover four counties, whatever, and you're a DJ, so... But I've been a DJ for 20-plus years. Well, you have yes. been a bartender for six months. No, not even that. Three months, right? Well, I think I got my license maybe six months ago, but I have officially poured drinks for a month now, maybe. <laughs> so, yes. How about you? What's something that is out of character for you that you've done? Nothing. There was one time. One that time. you talked me into uh, being a male model <laughs> in the Altrusa style, style show. show. Yes. And that was very out of character for me. And I did not like it because, yes, I had to go out there in front of everybody, wave. I think I did a social media thing where you I like, took a selfie with a crowd in the background. People like that. This is like five or six this years ago. This is a while ago. ago. And they stopped doing it after that oh, year. Yeah. So I've been you asked put many, them out of business. many times over. Uh, I was asked to do the, do the conductor thing for, oh. for <laughs> symphony orchestra. I turned that down. I've been asked to be dancing with the stars or whatever that thing was. I've turned that down. Like, I am not that guy. <laughs> Just don't ask. I'm so proud of you that you did it, though. That was, it was very nice to see you do that. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at goneboss.com or hashtag goneboss. We're on Instagram at goneboss2k, or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at schaeferleadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week to find out who has gone, gone boss. boss.